So, Paul, yeah. how can we monetize your last holiday? Well, for my last holiday, um, I went to a mountainous region of Australia. So I'm reckoning <laughs> point break three. Definitely. You met a handsome man, a handsome Australian man. It's not out of the realms of possibility. Mm. And he just <laughs> spiritually and physically opened you up. Yeah, <laughs> especially physically. That was the, <laughs> the focus of our weekend together. Fucking um, spatchcocked you, mate. Yeah, spiritually really speaking. Spatchcocked me like an owl. But also physically. Yeah, Shit, man. but in the same way, he was he he was very spiritual, but he was also very terse and and not fun. Mm. That's the right uh, kind of combination that goes with your extreme sports movie. <laughs> and you yourself, did you feel kind of like Keanu Reeves or some other boring prick? It's probably uh, probably leaning towards prick. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's the energy that I'm willing to spend money on these days. <laughs> But can you embrace both to love us truly as we are? Should you? <clears throat> Especially if one of us is Johnny Depp, asshole. Mm. I'm Paul. Seriously, fuck that guy. I'm a playful, brilliant, disrespectful young bastard. <laughs> oh, such a scamp! I want to trust you with everything. <laughs> you should, especially if you're Stephen Burkoff. <laughs> and I sometimes am. Has it already been six weeks? Oh boy, it's time to cram ourselves back into the quivering orifice that is Recommendations Month. Mm, you're big on gaping this morning. Yeah. <laughs> That's my early morning mode, mate. Nobody <laughs> likes it. Nobody schedules meetings with me in the mornings. That's why we record the other way around, usually, <laughs> all the time. Always, yeah. yeah. Definitely, without exception. Ever. Ever. <laughs> For the love of God. No. <laughs> oh, tell us about Jen, if you can, if you remember. Oh, God, I remember very little about Jen, but the few things I do remember are <laughs> she, she likes cheese. She yep. is cheese. Yep. She tries to be around water as often as possible. Mm. Um, don't ask me why. She says it's a hydration issue. I think it's something to do with the way she powers her soul. And her curds. Exactly. And important. most importantly, she saw the tourist some time ago and has basically <laughs> never fucking stopped talking about how we should do an episode on it. <laughs> yeah, she decided that was our fault. Yeah. And we deserve to As suffer. she does most things. <laughs> to be fair, most things are our fault. Yeah. Um, with Jen, anyway. Yeah, we are ruining her life systematically. Yeah. Sorry, Jen. Yeah, sorry about that. But thanks for this. Sweet revenge. <laughs> yes. Ow. Jen has good form as a recommendator of shite, and uh, she's really outdone herself this time by recommending a film that I have dreaded covering ever since we started this old fella. Hooray! It's Florian Henkel von Dommersmark's disappointing follow-up to the excellent lives of others, The Tourist. Yeah, it's weird you mentioned that. I can't see that coming up again. <laughs> it's definitely not relevant. It all started when I met a woman on the train. I have a strange feeling that those two people over there are watching us. I think you're right. Really? <laughs> no. You're ravenous. Do you mean ravishing? I do. I need help. There are two men trying to break down the door. What kind of problem do you have with the door, sir? No, no, no. There are two men with guns trying to break in. Um, speaking of things that seem important but aren't relevant at all, the film is a remake of a French film called Anthony Zimmer, which, oh. according to Wikipedia, was well-received by critics, with Variety describing it as better than average. Oh, okay. So pretty much the complete opposite of this. <laughs> as mild as that faint praise is, it really does thunder in the ears. 
of um, the tourist. What I wouldn't give for better than average, mate. A- at any point. I mean, yeah, I, I would enjoy that um, racing as well at some stage. Well, keep plugging you know what? away. You're all right, son. And I just start crying. Thanks, sir. <laughs> Which authority figure? <laughs> any of them. Any one of the three that I respect. Oh, God, Buddha. Anyway, the film proved tricky to categorize. Mm. And when Donna's Mark was asked if this was a comedy or a drama, he said it was a travel romance with thriller elements. <laughs> but when pushed, did say it fit more closely in with being a comedy. I love that. I love when people watch your movie and are like, we don't know what the fuck this is, mate. Yeah, it's a question I've been asking. And, and if it is leaning towards comedy, I'm, I'm <laughs> less satisfied. I more want it to be me just wondering if it was. <laughs> I prefer the ambiguity of wondering whether or not I should be laughing. That's fair. Yeah. Oh, God. That's how we work. Well, the film was written by Thomas Mark. Christopher McQuarrie, who wrote The Usual Suspects and directed the last two Mission Impossible movies. So, action abound, I'm yeah. sure. And uh, Julian Fellows, who wrote Gosford Park and Downton Abbey, and I just found out is a conservative peer. Uh, so this is going to be sexy as fuck. Oh, fuck yeah. Luscious it's gonna from have top to bottom. Dialogue, just completely natural dialogue. All the conversations yeah. that you expect a conservative peer would have. Yes. Which, which works for Gosford Park. Um, <laughs> when nobody's meant to be human. But every, everything else, literally everything else. I can only imagine... <laughs> Anything. That those, the credits for Macquarie and um, What's-His-Face were... Um, Fellows. Fellows. Uh, Macquarie and Fellows were just <laughs> for standing behind Von Donnersmark's shoulders, shaking their heads. <laughs> I also do like Macquarie and Fellows as a very posh strip joint. <laughs> yeah. Macquarie and seven his grand Fellows. To, to blow. <laughs> seven grand to blow. Seven grand to blow, Tarquin. <laughs> I was going to say, seven grand to blow what? What are you blowing, sir? <laughs> <laughs> this this uh, Saputio game. What can I blow around here for seven grand? <laughs> or anything you like. <laughs> oh, Christ. Well, thinking of th- speaking of things you blow, the film was received by critics like a man who smokes an e-cigarette. Ugh. <laughs> Loser. Loser. What an absolute chump. Been spending most my life living in a gangster's paradise. Been spending most my life living in a gangster's paradise. Tell me why are we so blind to see that the ones we hurt... Are uh, you and Roger Ebert at the Chicago Sun Times? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> Saw that coming about four minutes ago. <laughs> Said the plot is preposterous. So what you need is a movie mm. that floats with bemusement above the cockamimi. Oh, and actors above it, above the cockamimi, cockamimi, cockamami, cockamami, cockamami. It's the worst scales you've ever heard. And actors who tease each other. Yeah, none of that. It just yeah. sinks right into the cockamimi. Right down it. I I just want to point out the uh, the determined look in your eyes as you were singing. That was very much <laughs> like artist in the recording studio, yeah. 78th take. I was just, yeah, it felt like it. It's very early in the morning. <laughs> I was really just struggling through my last working uh, thing that makes you speak in your throat. Uh, vocal cord <laughs> at the time. <laughs> so let's see how I get by with none now. This is very much me in the safety net trying to jump over another thing. Feeling good about it. Oh, God. Mr. Benjamin... Okay, yeah, public. Did I write a thing? I didn't even write a thing for public, but they... Didn't like it. Actually, as usual, going on Google (laughs) and Amazon, you find a lot of morons who actually did. So, Mr. Benjamin J. Radden. I'm open-minded. Fuck you. (laughs) Benjamin J. Radden. I know that man, and he's a racist, so carry on. (laughs) Absolutely. He deserves none of your respect. Well, funny you should say, actually... I was pleasantly surprised by this movie. It wasn't a typical action thriller because there was barely any action in it. A short chase, 
a small yeah. boat rescue, but the rest was well-written plot with a few good twists. Oh. And the sad thing is, movies like this don't come along much, and this one was 2010, before we started having PC nonsense and agendas forced at us. Brackets the new Star Wars movies, for example. This movie is nine years old, but refreshing. So he's definitely complaining I... that movies don't have predominantly white casts anymore because there's nothing else about this movie that would in any way lead you to PC culture. I hate that that... He changed his identity, Paul. He could have come back as any gender. That disgusts me just thinking about it. <laughs> I hate this PC agenda. I hate the fact that it says on well-developed characters and plots that make sense. I don't think you know what this is. <laughs> I don't think you know what anything is. <laughs> I think you might we be shouldn't an idiot. trust this man ever with anything. Give me that sandwich back. I made this for you in good faith. <laughs> I'm going to go throw it at Kelly Marie Tran. Great. Great, mate. I, I support everything you do. And, yeah, I'm very glad you found a spiritual soulmate in Johnny Depp. Oh, Christ. Speaking of whom, we have a Sreeman. It's Johnny. Honestly, I don't even like saying his fucking name. Depp! <laughs> get, Yay. In, get in the bin and leave everyone else alone in there, you fucking creep. Move over and let Rob Schneider do all of your work. <laughs> honestly, would have worked in this role better now to come to think of it. The exact same performance. <laughs> yeah, actually, if it had been Rob Schneider doing the exact same shit that he does in this movie, I think I would have been more endeared. <laughs> oh, free to a man, free in a bush, free, free, yo. Films a shit, mate. Oh god, the film has 20% on Rotten Tomatoes, 37% on Metacritic, and made almost three times its production budget. Okay. Take that, good films that haven't managed to do that. Mm. Well, well, there you go. <laughs> Fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> Yay, the uh, world. Uh, so, Paul, you ravenous Frank. That's a rubbish name. What's one thing about the tourists that made you never want to ask a woman a question because they don't like it? <laughs> they don't like choice, Paul. It overwhelms them. Well... Paul, it's the, the complete lack of choice I felt uh, throughout this movie. I feel that a lot. Yeah. In general with this podcast. It's almost like <laughs> so, we're not in control of our own destiny here. It's, yeah, we, we did give it away. We gave it we away did. to Podbean. Well, I don't like being asked questions. Like a useless woman wouldn't. And uh, yeah, unfortunately, Jen is a woman and yeah. ex- accepted the question. I suppose this is the spite, the audacity of us asking her a question made her reach into her bag and whip out the tourist to clobber us with. Yeah, I only asked her how she was. She hasn't stopped seething <laughs> since, bloody woman. <laughs> you can hear it in the wind. <laughs> All right, Paul. Well, let's get mm. into what happens in The Tourist. Yes. Well. Yeah. Paul, if, well. If, I, I really <laughs> I really have to double check I'm not watching Top Secret about three seconds into this. Um, the shittest cops alive are doing some yes. crime stuff. Um, yeah, in a very, very discreet van. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Which really does just describe how discreet they're going to be during this movie. Yeah. Uh, they're talking about having to catch to catch all the crimes, and they've got this, the Bluetooth Uh-oh. speaker on, so it's extra loud and everybody can hear it. Um, Fuck yeah, those Bluetooth speakers that have the speakers in the sleeves of their shirts. <laughs> they can all scream into throughout the movie. Yeah. Um, oh. their, their focus is Angelina Jolie, who is English in this. and um, Yeah. So obviously they want to... Cl- uh, clam down on that immediately well yeah they, after following her to the cafe zooming in on her butt and um yeah the superior in the van is like come on guys let's not do that but the director doesn't mind <laughs> so the very next shot is just her butt again yeah it's like don't worry everyone we can watch in technicolor <laughs> yeah so they get to the cafe and, and a bloody idiot going gives her a note Go and gives her one. Go gives her one. Yeah. And obviously that's extraordinarily suspicious. She doesn't get any deliveries ever. <laughs> All of that clothes she makes herself. <laughs> there were 
plurals in there that didn't need to be, but fuck <laughs> it, you can piece it together. You're going to have to. We cut to Paul Bettany, who yeah. is told about this. And he says, do you really think this guy's Pierce? Do you think it's Alexander Pierce? I think everybody's Pierce. Okay, I don't think you should be ahead of MI6 then. <laughs> That's very much the opposite. We were we were really hoping you'd narrow it down. A like broaden it out like this. Oh, a likely excuse from Alexander Pierce. I'm not. I'm your. I'm your boss. Shut up, Pierce. Excuse me, Mrs. Jolie. Have you seen my dog? <laughs> and she she doesn't obviously respond to the kid because she's working class. So she just sort of whacks her out of the way. And then Paul Bentley fucking gets her from behind. <laughs> Come with me, Pierce. Yeah. God, he's speaking of behind. It is like getting up nice and close behind people in this. Um, as long as you're a lady. <laughs> well, one person in particular. Yeah. Everybody. You've got to extrapolate that, everybody. <laughs> as long as you're the lady in this film. Yeah. Oof. So, yeah, so she walks off and they arrest the, the courier. <laughs> in smelling distance of her. <laughs> <laughs> like, go with me. Ah, fucking let go of my arm. Yeah. He screams as they're just on the other side of a pillar. She she makes eye contact with seven different cops who are all spying on her, and then who awkwardly go and look away when she makes eye contact. She manages to lose them by getting onto the metro. Well, Christ knows where she is now. <laughs> Fuck no, it's she's over, on that lads. train. Dreams over. <laughs> Give it up. Let's all just throw up our hands and stay here for a while. If anyone wants to chuck chuck <laughs> ice, then I'll understand. So she's got a letter to say it's all going to be okay. Meet. Oh, yeah. Find somebody on the train with the same height build as me and um, every, everything's going to work out. Pretend pretend <laughs> they are me. And it, honestly, you've seen the cops here. You've seen Paul Bettany. He thinks everyone's me. I know the police are watching you. We have to throw them off the trail. Board the 822 at the Gare de Lyon. Pick someone my height and build and make them believe it is me. Imagine how this movie would have gone if she'd picked someone else. If she just looked at Johnny Depp and was like, no. Yeah, an obvious cock. <laughs> obvious like, asshole. Let's not do that. And find some other guy. Yeah. He's just there like, what's, what's your name? Roger? Yeah, I'm, <laughs> what? I'm That's sorry, a- I'm 75. <laughs> <laughs> That's a very good name. You what, love? <laughs> would you like to invite me for dinner? Not till, it's not dinner yet, no. <laughs> about, about six. What's that, About Roger? six, they said. Oh, Margaret. This is me wife, Margaret. This lady's asking what time dinner is. Oh, dinner? No, we've already ate. So, no, Margaret, you're wrong. <laughs> she's not listening. Daft old Bint in listening. Oh, she's always like this. Oh, Roger's not a good guy either. Fuck, it's so <laughs> hard to find. <laughs> Tried to, it hasn't worked. So she lumps, she lumps with Roger, but um, Florian and her yeah. Don, Donna Smart says, no, it is in the script. You do have to go and sit opposite this man. And <laughs> in second class, Paul. Jesus. Ugh. Well, rightly, she insults his name, Frank. It's a terrible name. Only monsters have that. Absolutely. And- I'm Frank. That's a terrible name. <laughs> it's the only one I've got. And um, she, she basically sculpts him into being less of an absolute pussy. <laughs> Just about. <laughs> At one point, yeah, saying... <laughs> Saying, what are you doing? What's that? And it's like, oh, it's an electronic cigarette. I don't even think she asked about the electronic cigarette. I think Depp just fucking starts explaining it for no Try reason. Trying to stub it out on her arm. <laughs> Stime it again. That's somewhat disappointing. Would you rather have me smoking for real? I would rather you be a man who did exactly as he pleased. Oh, uh, yeah, I got this e-cigarette. Yeah. It has the advantages I described before. And yeah. I was reading my book. Yeah. So it's going quite well. Maybe. It's going. I, I'm. I'm happy. I'm enjoying the French countryside. Yeah. You're a maths teacher. You are fit though. So. You are pretty fucking hot. So let me change everything about myself. Yeah. Whoop. That's done. It's established he's kind of an awkward nerd and she's a bit of a vamp. We've established that now. So try and remember it for the next ninety minutes where we're not going to do anything to further <laughs> that in any way. Literally nothing. Not, e- Literally not even. Literally nothing. Script. 
There are your characters. You've seen life itself. You know how it goes. Yeah. <laughs> um, meanwhile, back in England, England, Timmy Dalton shows up to try oh, and give fuck. credence to this nonsense. Yeah. That must have been a big item of expenditure. Congratulations, Atchison. You have indeed cracked this case. He's been good in stuff like this before. Maybe he'll. It will be now. Yeah. Then Paul Bettany is shown out the office, and the camera follows him. So <laughs> he uses he uses his glamorous, beautiful infinity eyes that he's got. Yeah. Which I really noticed in this one. I think it's the oversaturation. Just you know, his eyes are already oversaturated, so it kicked it up a gear. Yeah. Right. He tries to use those to charm his way back into the case, but it doesn't work. He gets sent back to the office, and some <sighs> chump comes up to him, and it's like, would you like to investigate the pension fund fraud, sir? Are there any hot chicks involved? No. Then it's not proper crime, Paul! <laughs> Go back in your crime shed. Come back when there's a hot chick. You know the rules. <laughs> and he points over at a chart that demonstrates this. <laughs> I still I still say you made that chart. <laughs> Get out! <laughs> it says Paul Bettany in the corner. No, it doesn't. Look. And it, oh, yeah, it's crossed out in pencil. <laughs> So technically, it doesn't. Um, back yeah, off, that's Alexander Pierce, for I shop you. That's right. I figured it out. <laughs> well, I figured it out because he looked at a fucking letter and managed to interpret the three most important words first yeah. out of this burnt, crumbled mess. But, Paul, but the plot uh, thickens because some fucking loser called Frank, probably, uh, sees the picture <laughs> of Johnny Depp and goes, oh, is this Alexander Pierce then? And uh, he's, <laughs> That's all it takes. Yeah, he's told to, to piss off because it's above his clearance. Yeah. By a very yeah, upsy Jobsworth kind of chap. It's uh, it's it's N- Nicholas Holt, but not so Nicholas. Don't doesn't rhyme, does it? Doesn't work at all. <laughs> no, so if Nicholas, the opposite of Nicholas Holt would be Nicholas Go. Surely, <laughs> it's pretty. It's pretty good. <laughs> hey, that's it's right. not bad for nine thirty in the morning, mate. We'll fix it in post. So, <laughs> but this guy goes away, and he bloody calls Stephen Burke off of all people. Oh no shite! We've all got it um, on speed dial on our phones. It was like when you two put their <laughs> album and iPhone on iTunes. <laughs> What's this? You get Burkhoff any time you want. <laughs> you can get you get Burkhoff, mate. Um, he calls Burkhoff. Yeah. He bloody tells Burkhoff that Alexander Pierce is in Venice or where some shit. Uh, some shit, yeah. Yeah. He's fluttering his eyelids like a girl. That's his tell. Go all in. And they and, confirm um, that, well, they get that picture in the first place because the agents on the train were doing a very subtle creep shot. Um, oh, fuck yeah. Fuck yeah, it was really smooth. Oh, fuck, they're looking at us. Yeah, it would have, I feel like it would have been covered. And in fact, Johnny Depp's next line is, um, how can you tell, he says like, um, oh, there's some men over there looking at you. How could you tell they're the ones looking at her considering every single person in this entire movie, I fucks Angelina yeah. Jolie without subtlety at the minute she enters any situation. I'm amazed they're the only people taking pictures of her on their phone. Yeah. Well, look, she's going to Italy soon, so that kind of thing will just be commonplace. <laughs> it will genuinely become every single man. <laughs> every interaction you have with anyone. No wonder that horrible racist at the start like this. <laughs> so, um, yeah, f- fuck me. 50 policemen in a frame pretend not to be looking at Angelina Jolie. <laughs> They're wonderfully subtle, especially at the station where they anticipate arresting her. It's yeah. uh, it's a really smooth. I'm just an average commuter, like all of my fifty identical friends situation. But yeah. Depp shares the fact that he he had a wife who died in a car crash, so I can relate to him now. Life itself. <laughs> Fuck yeah, he's got he's he's got a big idea. He's here to tell everyone about it. Uh, scene missing, and then we cut to <laughs> some the, the Daniele, a gorgeous hotel in Venice. Ah, oh. um, oh, because it's well, it's holiday porn, isn't it? <laughs> well, yeah, and she goes to her closet at the fancy hotel and looks at some really expensive stuff and in so doing becomes an audience surrogate because that's all we're doing all the time. Yeah. <laughs> Only not quite because she looks mildly interested, which is more than can be said for us. Yeah. <laughs> Someone comes up to Paul Bettany in his office and says, 
What about the internet fraud report, sir? Start running. Start running. Because <laughs> once I get up this chair, you're not going to have time to run anymore, bitch. Start running and you better think of a hot chick's name pronto. <laughs> if I don't get a boner by the time I reach you, I'm, <laughs> I'm literally killing you. The internet fraud report. Somebody's defrauded the internet. <laughs> it is as as believable as anything else in this movie, Paul. <laughs> um, look, it's, it's, it's hard, right? Because... Fucking and Alexander Pierce owes seven hundred and forty-four million pounds back taxes. Jesus Christ! They go they go for food and they uh, talk a bit, I think. And then the very next morning, um, there you go, after after time. a very important dream sequence, Paul, which is going to okay. make a lot of sense later on, he dreams of overcoming his shyness and going in and boning Angelina Jolie or her butt double, at any rate. Yeah, <laughs> and so she earns as, as much as Angelina Jolie does. You got to maintain that butt. <laughs> It's a difficult thing to maintain. you got to feed it just the right things. Um, he wakes up in the morning and Jolie's gone and a breakfast gets wheeled in. And I realise I am more curious about what that breakfast is in this high-class Venetian... Venetian? Mm. Whatever. Venice. Venice set. Venice, uh, Venice Hotel. Venetian uh, Hotel. Uh, Denise Richardson. Yeah. Um, hotel. Then I am about anything that could possibly happen to these fucking characters. Yeah. I really want to know what's under that tray. How the food design's going to go. <laughs> What's it like? Is it what? Just scrambled egg on toast under there? Just fucking splodged on. There you go, you twat. <laughs> Eat up. <laughs> fucking cunt. We don't give, give a shit here. That's why people love this hotel. <laughs> Excuse me, can you fuck off? <laughs> you go, mate, I know you like eggs. <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> twat. Yeah. Fucking Venice. Told him. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, welcome to Venice, dickhead. <laughs> so Every so often someone just comes in and spanks you on the dick. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> all right, no bad. Um, so anyway, all, all of that breakfast lark is unimportant because some of Stephen Burkhoff's men are here. Oh yeah, um, some of his best friends. Um, cue, cue them chasing Johnny Depp across a rooftop. But yeah. he's pulled a fast one on them because it's Jack Sparrow. Oh not yes, whoever he's playing in this. I was watching this with um, Jen and David, sort of over um, Zoom, and yes, Jen did immediately yeah. say, "Oh, he's oh, it might have been David just said, oh, he's doing Jack Sparrow.'" It's like, oh shit, that is what he that is. is. Couldn't fucking resist, could he? Nope. Couldn't resist just doing a little it's thing. It's his mode. Um, um, but I tell you what, Jolie oh. breaks character in order to actually emote whilst yelling his name. Frank! Frank! Frank? That's yeah. the most you'll get out of her this entire movie. <laughs> Jesus. Well, we all came. The release was too much. <laughs> um, oh my God, she's acting as well. <laughs> this movie's got everything. Except for ethnic minorities therefore it's perfect uh, at this point I think it's at this point he's probably said beforehand but it's only now that I hear that he's meant to be from Wisconsin yeah and not just Johnny Depland <laughs> I'm the Red Letter Media Boys from Wisconsin isn't that the accent no oh. they're from Milwaukee oh, okay same but shit but it's that kind of it's the same shit it's that kind of accent he's meant to be speaking like Fargo yeah <laughs> Jay we're talking about Milwaukee not Wisconsin which one's the city and which one's the state is it Wisconsin-Milwaukee? With all due respect, sir, I think maybe I should be talking with someone... someone... not Italian. Everyone could get so fucking loaded! But he's not. But anyway, he, he, he falls into an Italian policeman. Good on him, I say, uh, bloody Italian. Yeah. Anyway. As soon as that elderly policeman was introduced, I was like, somebody's going in the river! <laughs> <laughs> he, get, he gets arrested at this yeah. stage which saves him from Burkhoff's men and he is put in a prison cell where he's expected to explain the plot of the movie that's been happening to him and the policeman in charge is so bored 
and incredulous about this thing mm. that he decides to become a corrupt cop and give him <laughs> over to the gangsters. It's the only thing left. Um, <laughs> have my wages cut just for sitting next to you. I, I, I don't know what the stakes are in this story you're telling. I'm just going to fucking try and make some money at this stage before Wait, I kill myself. Stephen Burkoff, you say? <laughs> Why didn't you say so? Allow me to just make sure I can get you super free. So he gets his yeah, phone he, out. He, he leads him out. Dead and I. He he sort of he he rams him a bit. Yeah. You haven't seen Game of Thrones. Don't worry about it. Don't look it up. Uh, and he um yeah he, he sells him off to Burkhoff's men. Yeah. But fortunately, Angelina Jolie's coming by in a very slow speedboat. Well, yeah, man. It's time for a fucking thrilling chase scene, which is really the only kind of chase scene that can be achieved when the local the, the Venetian authorities are enforcing a speed limit on the entire thing to ensure that it doesn't yeah. damage any of the local architecture. Genuinely true. Yeah. Probably shouldn't have had your speedboat chase then, should you? <laughs> you might have wanted another foot chase or something. <laughs> oh, it was thrilling, mate. With all the editing, you can barely tell that they're going a mile an hour. Is that a set? It's not a set, but why does it look like a set? <laughs> so, We're not buying a set. Are you insane? Film is loads of set. It's fucking Venice, mate. <laughs> Venice is a set. And also, but unfortunately, it's also an old place, and so we can't do what we like. We did have a 12-minute <sighs> sequence of the two of them banging up against some sort of um, fr- fresco, but uh, that didn't work, so... Said it would offend old people. I tried to argue it would actually make the artwork more valuable. People would be like, oh yeah, this is by Italian artists, but also this is where Angelina Jolie got burned. All the old people get their cameras out. Fucked on by Deb. <laughs> you still see the butt imprint. <laughs> yeah, the, the, the Burkhoff's men are like, don't kill him, we need him alive. Just shoot at him a bunch. Yeah. But you know, movie style shoot at him. Don't actually try and hit him. You're allowed to kill Angelina Jolie, but... <laughs> I'll just movie shoot, movie shoot. And they go, yay, movie shoot. <laughs> I love that. And they uh, all put the guns sideways. <laughs> yeah, one of the men, one of the gangsters is just about to get the better of Depp. But um, luckily, Angelina Jolie is here to slowly crash into them, making them stumble a bit. Uh, yeah, which is, which is enough. And he has a flail in the water. <laughs> he does have a bit of a flail. He's, it's terrible. And um, yeah, the action scene doesn't so much end as just kind of putter out. And putter into the next scene. Yeah, um, the action movie music passed. was literally still playing at the point when they just cut to them not being in a chase anymore. That's because everything is exciting, Paul. You don't know when <laughs> the action's going to stop or begin again. It's already going again. Look, look at Stephen Burkhoff. He's right there. Oh, God, he strangles a guy with a measuring tape. That's me yeah. afraid of him now. Yeah, Jesus. Ugh. Generally afraid of Stephen Burkoff anyway, yeah, so he didn't really need to do that. <laughs> um, and he says, look, I've, ki- I've killed a man with my own hands. <laughs> this is going to definitely motivate you to continue doing your job. And, and it does. And not quit immediately. Yeah. Come on, everyone. You all outnumber Stephen Burkoff just about. You're unionised, aren't you? <laughs> Stephen Burkoff, Russian gangster. So, <laughs> well, speaking of doing things instead of actually earning it, they uh, play Katie Melua. I never swore. But I'm in love with you. Uh, because basically what's happened is, after a scene of um, bonding, uh, Jolie drops Depp on the fucking shore, and it's like, see you later, prick. Yeah. Yeah. But in the next scene, yeah, he's back again. Oh, he, he might be back again. Um, but he hilariously oh. says, but I'm in love with you. Which, yeah. it sounds like he's in a watch advert. <laughs> One of his fucking <laughs> po- perfume adverts that he does instead of Fucked on by work Depp. on his character. You know, his human character. Yeah. Jolie reveals herself to be a right financial officer, as you can tell by the way she walks into yeah. a scene. Yeah. <laughs> like, l- walks like a financial crimes expert, which is, <laughs> as my dear old nan used to say. Pretty horny. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> nan. <laughs> you know it's true, and they're nasty. Na- wait a minute. Nan, weren't you a financial officer? Oh, 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 oh. Nice. You suddenly realise what all those uncles were about. 
<laughs> yeah, she has decided to portray uh, Pierce, Alexander yeah. Pierce. I don't know if we mentioned him. He's the gu- reason this is all happening. Once or twice. Because she's just fallen in love with Kevin or whatever he is. Yeah. <laughs> Frank, I can't believe I'm saying that name. <laughs> so disgusting. Dave. Can't um, <laughs> Shit. Fucking Venice Dave, I don't know. Um, <laughs> Shit, that's pretty good. Now I want to leave it in. <laughs> uh, maybe put it behind the put it behind the Patreon. Speaking of behind things, this is Paul Bettany's time to shine. Um <laughs> Well they're gonna put her at a party, right? They're gonna take her to a fancy party. Yeah. Well yeah, not before Paul Bettany stands an inch away from her and and <laughs> has a good few words with her. Oh yeah. Um, let me tell you this. Alright, mate. I can smell your lunch. <laughs> It'd be great if she just suddenly jumped. It's like, oh sorry, I thought this was a a movie thing. No, don't get that close to me, weirdo. <laughs> you fucking freak. But yeah, the, the, the thing is, they, they're sending her to a party for for a thing. To lure yeah. out Pierce or to... L- something. They're and, luring uh, out Pierce, yeah. And yeah, okay. she goes, and every single human being at this party, I fucks Angelina Jolie for a bit. Yeah, Italy. It's like a constru- construction site, high-class ball, it's all the same. Yeah. It's very it's it's that Reeves and Mortimer bit that I've incorrectly referenced before, isn't it? That the, when they're the French guys doing all the farts and they're all just oh going, yeah, <laughs> um, and it's just welcome, Signora. Um, yeah. There are a couple of people who interact with um, Angelina Jolie. One of whom is just some sort of swordsman who gets introduced, yeah. but not to be paid off yeah. later. I think it's just so that Paul Bettany can make a comment. And it's a very clever one, Paul. I hope you can sample it now. <laughs> Big reputation as a swordsman. Well, he won't be dueling tonight. Fuck yeah, he won't be dueling later. <laughs> I often call sex that. <laughs> Would you like to duel? Oh. On guard! Ah! <laughs> it's worth, at various points during this, we've seen a vaguely sinister-looking man skulking around, and he drops off a letter, and I suddenly realise, oh, was that guy meant to be a red herring? Because I don't give a fuck. Yeah, well, it's Rufus Sewell, Paul, so that's enough to give a fuck. It is Rufus Sewell, who I did have to look up, but he has been in several things I don't remember him being in. He's in The Father. Oh, he is in The Father! There we yeah, go! He is. Jesus Christ. I was wondering what thing it was I specifically remembered him from, but yeah. yes, he was in The Father. Yeah, it's fitting okay. that you wouldn't remember it in the harrowing, disorienting <laughs> dimension movie. Shit, help me, Paul. <laughs> Wait, I thought that was Mark Gatiss's role. <laughs> so, it, it's revealed at this stage that he is a tax dodger. Yeah. He's stole, yeah, I, I probably revealed earlier, but this is the point when I noticed that he's a tax dodger who's stolen 700 and so-and-so million. Yeah. And it's like, well, why didn't he just do any number of legitimate ways of not paying his taxes if you're rich in the UK? Yeah. Well, it's not a secret. You don't have to fucking go on a run in Venice. Just invent a charity. Fuck it. Yeah. Oh, he did it abroad, but I oh, know he can do that. You can still do that. <laughs> the most charming aspect of this fantasy is that they would give that much of a fuck about yeah. a tax cheat. Oh, but he's not a lobbyist, so... <laughs> oh, wait, yeah. I thought you were a disabled person claiming, like, four pounds of benefit a week. Yeah. Oh, oh no, no, I've no, just no. stolen millions from your economy. Oh! Well, oh, this was a very silly misunderstanding. Can I buy you some champagne with this poor person's money? We've found a flat in Knightsbridge. We've cleared it out for you. <laughs> In you go, son. We yeah. found a lovely woman in Knightsbridge, and we've cleared her out as well. So <laughs> feel free to have you have your stinky old ways. Morning, Paul is gross, <laughs> and I love it. When did Paul Bettany get put back on this case anyway? I remember him getting kicked off. I do not remember him I, being reassigned. I like to think that he was never put back on the case, Paul. 
because because his entrance into the movie once again suggests that he just got on the got on the plane he left london and he didn't stop running from um the nearest airport until he got to fucking alexander pierce oh god it's so unreasonable how much he hates this tax dodger so jolie gets picked up by burkov and he does some threatening acting for a bit yeah you know, it's what you get the Burkhoff in for. Yeah, the Burkin for. Bit. Yeah. It's what you get the Burkin for. Now, if you don't tell me where the safe is, I might be tempted to rearrange your face somewhat. Your fine life is not quite so giving to an ugly woman. Oh, no, I hope Angelina Jolie's going to be okay. Um, we get some backstory on her. She was a financial officer, yeah. and according to Paul Bettany, a good agent, until she fell in love with the guy she was following and decided to portray the country. How good of an agent do you have to be to still get that particular description, <laughs> even after you've fallen in love with the person you were following you, and decided to portray your country? You know what they say about Paul Bettany. He thinks everyone's Alexander Pierce, but he's fair. <laughs> God, you should see our case notes, though. <laughs> My God. Let me say this tabulated yeah yeah that's how good an agent she was it's just a shame she's a bloody woman and can't control her emotions <laughs> what a mess what a mess only thing for it is to put her in a room with Stephen Burkhoff <laughs> have her threaten to kill her have him threaten to kill her yeah and uh, it's, oh, so yeah, it's easy to get so confused actually maybe I've been too harsh on her but anyway it's it's death for her probably probably um, not before they f- fuck with Alexander Pierce a bit when they think he's not Alexander Pierce <laughs> revealing Paul Bettany to be a a fickle petty cunt <laughs> well, um, he's also got Johnny Depp here because it's like you've been ruining my operations all day so you sit there in the corner you're gonna keep an eye yeah. on me not really yeah no only for as long as I had to <laughs> belittle and demean you oh, okay but you're done with that yeah, yeah. <laughs> everybody's too busy staring at Angelina Jolie on the monitor my god yeah. she's about to get murdered Christ she's gorgeous sir. <laughs> oh. fucking crumpet Everybody's just quietly masturbating through their pockets. Except for Johnny Depp. He picks Johnny... the lock on his handcuffs, unfortunately, and <laughs> and edges his way along to like Angelina Jolie's place. Yeah, like an absolute tourist would. Well, the reason that Burkhoff's in the flat with Jolie is that she wants he wants to know where the safe is hidden. And it's yeah. behind the obvious symbolism, of course. Yeah. You should always check that first. Stephen Burkhoff didn't wear a Stephen Burkhoff got to now. By looking into things or taking anything at less than face value. Or grab a like. knife, grab a person. You'll get what you want. Pretty quick. S- stab until result achieved, yeah. <laughs> at this stage, my favourite scene in the movie happens because Johnny Depp shows up and says, I'm Alexander Pierce. And Angela and Jolie gets to spend several moments explaining why that's really, really dumb. Yeah. <laughs> He's not Alexander Pierce. You sound different. Voice chip implant. No, no, I mean the way you speak. Yes, that's right. Alexander was English. This man is American. I've actually gotten so used to the American accent that I find it a tad difficult to go back. (laughs) That's pathetic. This man is not Alexander Pierce. He's a tourist. Someone I happen to sit next to on a train. How would a tourist know that you killed every man your wife ever slept with? I told him that. You told a tourist? Why would she do that? It's absurd. That's nothing like an English accent. <laughs> what he's saying doesn't make any sense. It's really <laughs> contrived and ridiculous. But yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. But fortunately, she's a bloody woman and Stephen Burkhoff has no time for that and her crazy emotions. Yeah. So um, <laughs> yeah, he, he trusts Johnny Depp to go and punch open the safe by punching in the, <laughs> the, the code that is. Yep. He's on his way and she mouths the words, I love you to this random <laughs> fucking dude. <laughs> she's known for seven minutes and... <laughs> but 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 anyway, it doesn't really matter because Gangs of New York happens. The war begins and um, the cops just fire. 
because Timothy Dalton yeah. shows up. That's why I forget now. He's intense. I love that man. He shows <laughs> yeah, up. Yeah, he shows up and orders that this scene be ended. <laughs> so they do it the only way they know how: killing Stephen Burkoff. And uh, he'll be back. All his men. He's always back. Paul Bettany out manages to run to the room so fast he almost outruns the bullets. My eight million pound sting operation, he says, which is the <laughs> lamest fucking sentence ever. You're a moron. And you're a moron that almost ruined my eight million pound sting operation. They get there and they wander around a bit and decide, oh, I guess you aren't Alexander Pierce. Well, oh, we've managed to catch Alexander Pierce outside. All right, you two stay here in this crime scene and promise not to do anything. <laughs> we do. <laughs> okay. So they all run off. Yeah. And at this point, I just noticed that his his cunning scheme, it's revealed that Johnny Depp is Alexander Pierce this whole yeah. time. <gasps> so his cunning scheme was to disguise himself as someone who might be him. Yeah. Right. And... Bank on Angelina Jolie picking him. <laughs> yeah, picking him out yeah. and have her just gaslighted throughout this entire fucking film. Can't trust her with any of this information. For the sole benefit of being incredibly suspicious and having everybody after him. Yes. Yeah. Which wouldn't have happened if he had just been Alexander Pierce. No. <laughs> It's, What's your point? It's, it's fucking... It's, it's, <laughs> well, I clearly have no point, as Angelina Jolie res- um, appreciates, because her reaction to finding out that Johnny Depp is Alexander Pierce is a panning shot of an absolute nothing face. <laughs> I was waiting for something, and it didn't come. Um, <laughs> a blink. Yeah. None. So, they, none. anyway, look, it's all irrelevant, because they find Pierce, but it's not Pierce, it's Rufus Sewell. That's right. He was the tourist. He was just a tourist. Ah, uh, he was who the film was about. Well, they, yeah, they, so they run back to find them, but they're yeah. already gone, like a, blood, a pair of bloody scams. But he's, he's written a check for seven hundred and forty-four million pounds, and Timothy <laughs> Dalton goes, yeah. "This thrilling action movie Cheers. literally ends with a guy paying his taxes." <laughs> but Timmy, Timothy Dalton respects that. Plus, he's got a bloody hot bit of filly on the side. And oh, you know fuck yeah. I respect that even more than paying your taxes. So, <laughs> off you go. Paul Bettany does some mugging at the window. Yeah, and jo- and Timothy Dalton does some very cringy on the nose. I used to be James Bond, you know, and so- sort of acting on the way out. He stole money from a gangster. A dead gangster. And he has good taste in women. I can't say I don't wish him well. <laughs> And for the second time this year, this short, horrible year, a Muse song starts to play over the credits. And it's still not been earned yet. Because it happens at the end of um, Last Days of American Crime, right? I can't remember which one. Christ, it does. I I do forget which one. I forget many things, Paul. (laughs) So we all get to feel very good. And yeah, yeah, I have a two-word summary of my opinion of this film. Oh, great. Okay, that's good, because we were at risk of going over runtime. We were, but my summary is utterly disposable. It's just, yeah, it, it really is. It's just nothing. Yeah. Uh, it's hard to be, you know, during the film, obviously the topic of discussion with Jen and David became, is it worse than life itself? Sorry, mate. But for them, this is their point of comparison. Stop making it about me. <laughs> Fair enough. Compare it to our worst films, though. Compare it to the Adam Sandlers. And it is tricky because it's just not really anything at all. Oh. Looking at this is like looking at the photographs in Westworld. You know, I really don't see anything at all. I, I could barely remember anything from it. Yeah. And then as I was watching it, I was realized, oh no, I do remember all of this. It's just, that is the same as not remembering anything from it. Yeah, it's 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 weird. I don't know what um, incredible mood I was in yesterday. But again, I wasn't bored because I was enjoying how 
fucking stupid this was. It was the silliest <laughs> thing I've ever seen, Paul. Yeah. I feel like if it was funny, yeah. it would have forgiven so much. Yeah. But I feel like maybe, you know what it feels like? It feels like they got Christopher McQuarrie to write all of the um, witty dialogue and they got Julian Fellows to write all of the action sequences. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. Um, <laughs> and, and, and yeah, and then they, what, they just, Florian Henkel von Donnersmark ate it. <laughs> and then um, said, yeah. I'll, I, I'll, I'll brief the actors on the script, thank you. Yeah. I'm trying to think if a French comedy film has ever been adapted well. Some Like It Hot, The Birdcage, Three Men and a Baby, True Lies, Down and Out in Beverly Hills. It tends to go super badly. Very particular kind of comedy. It is rather, and this is an example of that. Just, yeah. It's meant to be screwball. It's meant to be, oh, oh, yeah. Johnny Depp, we can all relate to him, and he's in trouble. Yeah. He's, he's meant to be, as so many of the reviewers pointed out, he's meant to be Cary Grant. Right, yeah. You know, as I'll talk more about in my One Better thing, but oh. he doesn't have the charisma of, of um, Cary Grant. Nor does Angelina Jolie, for me, really have the allure of, like, a Grace Kelly or, no. you know, Audrey Hepburn, where you're meant to be, oh, who is she? What is she all about? Because you just really get the impression that she's no one. Yeah. No, that's thoroughly and utterly. Um, yeah. And, and the problem is, when you're doing something like comedy or farce, you know, whatever, yeah. I, I did think, I felt like this was meant to be a farce, but it doesn't... Yeah, mi- definitely. Like Hankel says, it's meant yeah. to be comedy. Yeah, but it's... F- farce is has way more nuance than you might expect right and you can't yeah. just have these people come out and say the lines because it, it, it pitched it at this no man's land between the two you know between yeah. farce and drama where you i spent a few minutes wondering and and then a few minutes of delirium going is this this, this has to be surely i don't know and then eventually <laughs> just stopped caring and questioning it um yeah I, I think everything it did just contradicted something else that happened in the movie um, yeah. So yeah, it is. It does just amount to pretty much nothing. It's meant to be. You're not meant to care that this doesn't make any sense. It's Coen Brothers, you know. Yeah. And it's funny actually because a lot of the recommended movies after this film were very similar kind of things, mm. like Night and Day. Yeah. Or um, what was that other one? Gambit, the yeah, one that was actually right. written by the Coen Brothers but not filmed by. Yeah. Them. Right. And it's just, yeah, it, it's so hard to get this sort of thing right. Mm. The other day I was watching Raising Arizona. Mm which is a movie by the Coen brothers that has a kind of ridiculous screwball yeah. plot in which your main character is a lovable fool, played by Nick Cage. Yeah, and, and it's it's not quite... The analogy's not quite perfect, but it, the, in terms of genre, it works quite well. Yeah. And, yeah, you just appreciate the wit that is required yeah. and the sort of lightness of touch and complexity. In many ways, it's curious to see uh, Thomas Mark struggle with this after succeeding so well in mm. the lives of others because it does tell the story that maybe actually comedy... Is one of the hardest genres to mm. actually truly get right. Yeah, I would, I would say yeah, so. Especially this kind of comedy. Maybe there's an aspect of having to do comedy sincerely. Uh, yeah, which is harder than doing something like your incredibly touching Stasi story uh, sincerely. Yeah, um, yeah. It was very, very strange because he could have very easily. He's he's shown his uh, competency for creating tension and yeah. and the feeling that everybody is spying on you and everyone's out to get you indeed but i feel like he for one thing he knew who his main character was in the lives of others it's this incredibly complicated and compromised man yeah you know but if you're looking for someone to sympathize with how about the poor couple he's spying on you know you but they're not perfect either so there's plenty of empathy to be go around in this you've got even before you know that the main character is actually secretly the super spy whatever the fuck he is which i did know i've seen this before so i knew it was him so literally any moment on his own i knew well, this isn't real. He's play acting as a fool and an idiot. Mm. 
for nobody's benefit because he's often on his yeah. own his own in a room. But even if you yeah. didn't know that, you don't really have a way into Johnny Depp. He's even if he was the most charming, kind of befuddled, lovely man, that ending revealing that actually he's not that would really kind of undermine your investment in him during the film. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's meant to be, oh, there's just two sides of him. But it's like, well, okay, so this was like a hidden aspect of him being an asshole this whole time. Angelina Jolie is not yeah. relatable in any way. No. <laughs> Nor is she meant to be. She's basically a clothes horse that they can put pretty things on. A very sexy clothes horse is how they treat Fuck her. Yeah. Fuck yeah. But, you know, humanity is not the strong suit here in portraying Miss Jolie. Um, so what, no. Paul Bettany? I feel like he was actually meant to be an antagonist. Yes. I think we were meant to not be liking yeah, him. Yeah, definitely. So, who the fuck is the hero of this thing? Stephen Burkhoff? Is it, is it you, <laughs> audience? He just wanted his money back. He worked really hard for Killed it. Killed so many people. He stabbed so many people in the heart. <laughs> no, he did it all with measuring tape. <laughs> <laughs> Made a name for himself. Timothy Dalton's looking at the crime scene. You mean to say he stabbed all of these people with a measuring tape? What a fucking legend. <laughs> This guy's cut in half. How did he do it? Stonker. Took ages. Yeah, look, ab- absolute silly film. And it, yeah. the main characters had absolutely brought absolutely nothing yeah. and they were given absolutely nothing. And yeah. it's... Yeah. My God, the lack of chemistry. What brings you to Venice? You read spy novels. I'm a mysterious woman on a train. You tell me what my story is. Okay. Um... I think you'd be a diplomatic attaché. Or maybe a girl from East Germany whose father's been kidnapped and they're blackmailing you into stealing something for them. Probably a microfilm. It's usually microfilm involved. What awaits me? Trouble, certainly. Danger. Oh, yeah. You'll most likely be shot at in less than two chapters. Hmm. Burn After Reading is a very good example of... uh, uh, Yep, another Cohen. It is a thriller that makes very little sense to, um, to yeah. I mean, J.K. Simmons' whole thing. Like, the whole conceit of it is, who it's the con- fuck knows contri- what's happening? Contrivance. But it's just it's getting completely yeah. out of hand. Yeah. That's very much the definition of, like, a screwball yeah. comedy. It's like, ridiculous coincidence yeah. and nonsense is happening. Yeah. It's a fuss. Whereas this movie, I think, with it all being Alexander Pierce's fantastic plan, it's suggesting that, I yeah, had, I planned this all along. Every ridiculous, <laughs> stupid thing that happened. Yeah, you, you don't, you shouldn't have to suspend disbelief. No, it's like suspending disbelief is valuable, but for something like this, it's suspending disbelief on like the bones of the film, the actual structure and and skeleton, not the content. Yeah, it's asking audiences to accept the fact that there's just nothing yeah. relatable here, and you know, ridiculous things are going to happen to characters you don't really yeah. know or care about. Oh. Well. And I think that's why I just found it so boring. It's just that I couldn't yeah. get invested in anything that was happening. Also, substantial lengths of this movie are just travel yeah. logs of Venice. It's- I recently saw Death in Venice, the Lucino oh, yeah. Visconti film about an old uh, conductor who spends the entire thing perving over a mm. young boy. It's uh, very well respected, <laughs> this movie. And um, yeah, that was still more investment, it, more of an investment because it actually ties the beauty of Venice into yeah. the story it's telling. You know, and the idea of yeah, the sort of uh, call me yeah. by your name idea of antiquity as a sort of aging beauty. Yeah, yeah it's it was that's Spider-Man how you do that. did better than the tourist did. <laughs> Agreed. And with that, <laughs> yes, let's quick fire. I do Great. not have many, my friend. Quick fire. A very nice envelope. The note Ooh. from Alexander Pierce okay. comes in at the beginning. Um, the handwriting was a letdown compared to Antonio right. Banderas's. It's always, it's always be. Um, in a prior week. 
It was written in a super clear fontage, I guess, so that it could be reconstructed from fire later on. But, um, yeah. yeah, it was a very nice envelope it was in, at least. Good stationery. Got to give those shit, shitty cops some, you know, leg up. Um, <laughs> when they, the cops zoom in on Angelina Jolie's butt and the main cop uh-huh. goes, be more professional, guys. I thought, yeah, I like this cop. He's <laughs> he's the hero we need, but don't deserve. <laughs> Do we see him a second time after that? Fuck no. I think he might be at good. the station. Ah, uh, maybe. Uh, but then they leave France and it's all over. Right, after they get off of the gondola at the hotel, the concierge gives this very toothy grin mm. as a sort of welcoming thing, and I quite enjoyed that. He was yeah, cool. um, he's a bit of a nerd, and that's uh, some character that I got off of him. Fuck yeah. Due to performance. That's some, some character, mate. The back and forth on the train where Angelina Jolie is sculpting Depp's request to join her for dinner. It's a weird, uh-huh. silly exchange, but yeah. But I, the, the, I think the just the laconic back and forth, maybe the cadence of it or or something, was was quite pleasing. Invite me to dinner, Frank. Would you like to have dinner? Women don't like questions. Join me for dinner. Too demanding. Join me for dinner. Another question. I'm having dinner. If you'd care to join me. Okay. I didn't. I, I did not get that. That was a very awkward exchange. Don't for me, marginalize which... my thoughts and feelings. <laughs> Fair enough. I I respect and I accept the truth in what you felt during that sequence. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking lunatic. Cadence, you understand. Cadence, not the words, not the things they said. <laughs> the, uh, the the sound of the things they said, which is all that anyone <laughs> the cares fake about. Sound noises, yeah. which you can just about imagine better dialogue. Wah, 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 wah. That's all you can do sometimes. <laughs> um, just generally, Venice yeah. is very pretty. It's um yeah a gorgeous place, and it comes across in some of the incredibly oversaturated mm. shots of it. Cool. And um, when Paul Bettany is getting Guy to run oh, yeah. the search on Johnny Depp's face, he says, "Just run it." And he goes, "Do you really think it's Pierce? <laughs> run it. Run a worldwide blind check on that face. I bet you ten quid. That's no match." Okay, but what uh, case number do you want to book it under? Just run it. It's got that yeah, little Paul <laughs> face that you can't argue with, or he will brick you. There's a sequence in which uh, Johnny Depp and Angelina Jolie are both in the hotel and they frame them in windows that are kind of separate from each other. You know, in a very mm. much a way that a good director might do. Oh. Um, like in a way that I appreciated. A good director like Florian Henkel von Donnersbach. <laughs> well, he's got one and a half out of three, it seems, so yeah. good for him. But yeah, it reminded me of a shot from Tinker Tailor Soldier Spy, which I will, hold, I will still hold as a really great film. Lovely. And a very well shot film. Speaking of well shot, Rufus Sewell's face. I like it. Yeah. Oh, I love that face. Yeah. It's so mischievous. <laughs> it is so mischievous. He's very mischievous in The Father. He's up to all sorts of locks. <laughs> Catch him soon. In The Father 2. <laughs> oh, shit. <Rufus> Sewell. <laughs> he, he gets dementia. Oh, God. I feel bad and dumb for having this. But there's an ongoing, I'm going to say joke. Okay. I don't think it's an ongoing drama. But it's so it's, I think it's definitely comedy that um what's his name Johnny Depp doesn't speak any Italian oh, yeah, yeah. um and is frequently seen speaking yeah. Spanish uh, which at one point they really fucking put a lampshade yeah. on I think at some stage some character says to him oh you speak very good Spanish and he's like oh thank yeah. you and it's like we got we yeah. got it but very quickly and without raising attention to it he does at one stage panically answer a phone yeah. by saying Bon Jovi Buongiorno signore Bon Jovi Oh, he does say Bon Jovi. Nell did, Nell did wonder. He does say Bon Jovi. And I just assumed it sounded yeah, like Bon Jovi. Yeah, he says, no, don't worry, I was watching with subtitles, mate, and it said oh, Bon Jovi. Yeah. Good stuff. Which, not... It's... it's. Well, it, it took me by surprise. I didn't draw attention I to I wasn't it, expecting yeah. any jokes in this movie. In this comedy. Yeah. 
<laughs> but there you go. Shows what you know. Um, welcome to Venice, motherfucker. Uh, Every bad guy says that. God, I wish this was a Jean-Claude Van Damme movie. Oh, it could have been. That's the thing. <laughs> um, all the little espresso cups. Just just coffee. Aww. That's how you drink it. Yeah. Over in the land of culture. In the land of culture. You don't need that much. You're already going to be alive with pleasure. <laughs> It's the same um, amount of coffee, it's just water levels. <laughs> you don't want to dilute it though. I get yeah, it straight right. down here. You've got a busy right. you got a busy day of pastry and fucking ahead of you. <laughs> French, Italian, I'm happy to mix my cliches. It's all the same. I mean it's pretty much Europe, right? All British um cliches of Europe is just that everybody's fucking all yeah. the time. Except Eastern Europe where everyone's just sad. Yeah. It just whichever direction you go, it's just eat you either cook things with like butter or olive oil. <laughs> It. Everybody's cooking better than us and fucking more than us, and we hate it. Brexit. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna try and cozy up to Norway, where we anticipate sex levels are around about the same as us. <laughs> you just do it every once a year to replenish the species through Parkers. <laughs> Norway's out of control, mate. What's your next What's your next good thing? Okay, um, all of the gangsters are carrying Beretta M93R semi-automatic weapons, which are capable of burst yeah. fire. And um, are frequently demonstrated to be capable of such. And I think it's a very attractive handgun. And it amused me that they were carrying these exact same guns. Um, yeah. And at one point they shoot it and it looks pretty cool. Pew. Fuck yeah. Venice land of opportunity. <laughs> um, okay. Italian handgun. Uh, there's a, there's a <laughs> good. That's, that's great. I just looked at the time and went, fuck. Um, you got four minutes, mate. Good, there's a good speedboat to the head. <laughs> oh, yes. What's yours? It was. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't expect that that would cut you dead. I thought that would just be a nice little addendum. <laughs> and that was my point. Quickfire, motherfucker. Oh, okay. Welcome to fucking Venice. <laughs> Shit, yeah. All right, here's my last one. Oh. Um, okay, a line of dialogue I thought actually kind of worked, and I felt the sort of fellows, uh, fellowsian quality of it. Yeah. yeah, when he's in the police station, and um, he says... Um, I was told you were reporting a murder. Attempted murder. That's not so serious. N- no, not when you downgraded from murder. When you upgrade it from room service, it's quite serious. Like, if you'd put good delivery on there, that would have been quite a good gag. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, if you'd had a Cary Grant character in that role, then it would have been a lot more entertaining. But even even Depp can't can't quite fully fumble that line. No, even him. Uh, My last two things, then, are Burkhoff-related. I was going to say adjacent, but I'll give you one better than that. One Burkhoff than that. Um, he's <laughs> getting his suit made, and he goes, "Oh, do you think it's a little loose?" And then the guy goes, "No, no, mal- uh, whatever, fucking, yeah. fucking Italian, Jesus." He goes, "Molto bene," and then Burkhoff just goes, uh, uh. "You think it's a little uh, loose?" No, 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 so molto bene. Like an old man moan that he <laughs> couldn't stop escaping his old body, and it was great. Um, Very hard to control him as you get older. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, 30s, mate, it's a fucking cacophony. I know, but if you so, catch um, a teenager off guard, they will do it. But, you know, you've got yeah. to properly startle them. Oh, but they're so random, Paul. <laughs> oh, no! Um, no, I hate that. Why can't they be in order? Um, Finally, Burkhoff uh, says something about making them a deal, and uh, or we had a deal or something, and Johnny Depp makes a counter deal or, or something. I don't really pay attention. I don't like films. Um, <laughs> but then there's just a bit where Burkhoff goes... Well, I'll make you an even better deal. And I just, the, the exasperation with which he says it is, um, <laughs> is pitch perfect. Long live Burkhoff. 
Love that. I love Burkhoff, and I love the fact that he did appear in Pitch Perfect, probably. So, <laughs> excellent. One other thing I'll say is a good thing about this movie is that whilst researching, this feels cruel and mean-spirited. I've become everything that the uh, directors in our lives have said that we are. <laughs> but um, I did notice that the last 11 years of Johnny Depp's life are described and summarized in his um, Wikipedia entry under the um, subtitle, Career Setbacks. <laughs> 11 years, there Paul. Are, Jesus. There are many. How far do you have to fall before you finally hit the ground? You got kicked out of this airplane a long time ago. <laughs> but he's still falling. So so far, so good. Uh, well, look, let's check in with the OG team. Yeah. Just very quickly checking on the old OG team. No, nothing from the OG team. <laughs> Thanks, OG team. Well, I've got something from the OG team, but coming in as we speak. Okay. So... This is from Jen, who watched the film yesterday. Um, I like the following. Venice is pretty, correct. Paris is pretty, correct. I miss European street architecture, correct, you do. I really like Jolie's back dress from the um, ball scene. I'll take the your word for it. Scene. If the hair... <laughs> if the... <laughs> for the ball scene, the scene where they all get their balls out. <laughs> um, if the hair had been good, it would have been perfection. Her hair was very strange in that sequence. I liked Paul Bettany, especially when he gets a bit scary with Frank near the end. You're, mm. Oh, yeah, you like him when he's, you know, dangerous. You like a scary oh, Bettany. Oh, you like a scary Bettany. <laughs> scary, hickory tickery scary Bettany. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right, mate. Do you want to back off an inch? <laughs> I don't. So, <laughs> I like the top Russian dude. That's Burkov. He did the best uh, acting, and I liked his monologue when he explained a bit his relationship to Pierce. Yeah. Um, I quite liked when he said, he stole my soul, which was cheesy, but then a guard laughed at it, and he was deadly serious. Um, mm. Angelina Jolie's fa- uh, character received a fabulous bouquet early on. Props to that. I liked uh, that French officer at the start saying, The later is burned to shit. Yes, that was true. That was good. Well, that's true. Yeah. That It was true. The letter was burnt to shit. His performance was true as well. His performance was truth. And truth is always performance. David liked Depp's facial hair, but I'm not convinced. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, there you go. Sorry it's late. Oh, and I liked the breakfast trolley. Uh, but I'm sad we never got to see what was under it. Yeah. I also like the idea of... Pu- oh, that's right. There's a scene where they go to a very fancy restaurant and um, he orders scampi with champagne and yeah. she thought it was the funniest fucking thing on earth. Aww. Cam- uh, scampi and champagne risotto because she was thinking of like chip shop breaded scampi <laughs> would be delivered instead of in a fucking risotto. Old Nige comes on and just dumps it from a newspaper <laughs> wrap. <laughs> Do you want any mushy peas? <laughs> there you go, sweetheart. Welcome to Venice. <laughs> Um, and I love that that was the classiest food they could think of, even if they didn't mean scampi like that. Yeah. Thank you, Jen. Great. Thank you, Jen. And thank you, OG team. What do you mean, Jen and David? Thanks, OG team. <laughs> in rapidly becoming the OG team. Yeah. That's not so bad. <laughs> ah, I'll deal with can that. think of worse monsters. Look, not many podcasts out there can go and have dinner with their entire fan base. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we know you're all out there and you're all too shy to admit that you saw the tourist and we love you most of all. Right. Let's quickly talk about the one better thing. Yeah. The one better thing. Fairly straightforward for me. I'll go with, um, yeah, the old Hitchcock thrillers that this is clearly indebted to. Um, to Catch a Thief mm-hmm. It's really good and has the sort of high stakes crime drama with mistaken identity in a glitzy kind of setting. And that's very cool. But obviously North by Northwest also comes to mind, which is very much a case of Cary Grant being mistaken for a super spy, except he's actually not one because that makes more sense. Yeah. <laughs> and um, yeah, falling in with a dangerous woman and uh, all sorts of intrigue. And it's, um, yeah, very well written and a lot of fun. Great. Well, mine, um, other than Burn After Reading, which is an excellent um, example of how this kind of thing is done right, uh, really do check out Florian Henkel von Donnersmarks, The Lives of Others. Oh, yeah. Um, It's fantastic. It's, yeah, set in Stasi 
East Germany, um, where yeah. a Stasi operative is assigned with uh, spying while well, bugging and spying on uh, an artist couple, a playwright and actress, um, for well, specifically the playwright for having anti uh, like Soviet <laughs> anti state yeah. tendencies. Um, yeah, and the it's about this joyless sort of workaholic Stasi operative being exposed to uh the other half just the yeah. life that he could never have imagined um it's 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 beautiful it's tragic and it's the incredibly well depicted tension yeah and paranoia yeah and it's so, yeah. it's worth saying that Donald Mark has returned to sort of you know yes, nazi origins never look away never look away his um newest yeah. film which received positive to middling reviews yeah you know it wasn't yeah. a, a complete barnstorming return to force apparently i haven't seen it but um it was well received enough and yeah. um certainly looks interesting so you know you should never let a flop you know you should never hold it against a director once they manage to scrabble yeah. together the resources to make another film um never hold a flop against you that's never what I ho- say. never hold a floppy against you is um again your nasty it. nasty grand waggle it around yeah yeah waggle it around and before you know it you, you'll have a hit on your hands so yeah, I I would encourage people to try out his new film because yeah, there's always yeah. It, you can always redeem yourself in Hollywood if you can just get the money. <laughs> Ain't that true? Not always. Not always. Sometimes you don't deserve it. But <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Okay. I'll just skip over the five jokes I don't want to make, and uh, <laughs> we'll cut to credits. Bye, everyone. The one better thing. <laughs> cool. How can people find Bye. out about OG OG things? They can type in OGT Pod on all the things. Um, and they will learn all the things about us, such as I have blue eyes, I like bread. I have blue eyes and I don't like bread. So Shit. there's a whole whole thing to get into there that you can join how, us on on Twitter. How are we ever going to get on? Yeah, come and join us on Twitter. We're not there. Uh, <laughs> and yeah, speaking of not getting on, our Patreon for as little as a dollar a month, you get exclusive Woo! access to special content, such as us just farting around like a couple of fucks. <laughs> like a right couple of fucks. And you're going to yeah. love it. You're going to love every part of that. You really will. I do. You really will. I'm poor couple of fucks. And I really will. And remember, one good thing about the tourist is what was under that breakfast tin. That is the real mystery.